0: Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. On some level, you have to assume all filmmakers get into the business out of a creative necessity. There's a drive inside them unlike any other, never easily satisfied even once they begin to create. These creative endeavors often require numerous sacrifices to ensure their creation's completion, no matter the length of time they may require. Now imagine the normal complexities amplified by a production where everything, including the on-screen characters, must be built from scratch. Sure, the concept of puppetry sounds taxing, but what does that really mean to someone like me, that enjoys puppetry in film, but is ignorant as to the technical aspects of actually bringing these creations to life? Well. During my screening of Frank and Zed last weekend during Digital Z Fest, I quickly received my answer. Frank and Zed opened with a short film called Shine. It focused on a puppet barbershop quartet singing underneath a spotlight. If the members of the quartet stepped out of the spotlight, a creature would take a chunk out of whatever breached the dark stage. This results in the quartet being eaten alive by something. It's short, humorous, and a fantastic display of the bloody puppetry work that the feature Frank and Zed has in store for the audience. But more importantly than being entertained, the short ends by informing the viewer that it took two months to create this two to three minute short, while the 90 minute feature film Frank and Zed took a whopping six years to make. Welcome to the wild, and in the case of Frank and Zed, gory as hell world of puppetry, folks. Written and directed by Jesse Blanchard, Frank and Zed is a horror fantasy feature film completely comprised of puppets and handcrafted sets. On the surface, fans of films such as Dark Crystal and Labyrinth will be drawn to the film's aesthetic, but be warned, Franken Zed is a far more gruesome and gory puppet film than the likes you're used to. Telling the ancient tale of Franken Zed, the undead servants of a slain monster who unleashed evil upon the nearby townfolk, Franken Z's secluded lifestyle is uprooted when a coup within the village leads to bloodthirsty villagers revitalizing an age-old conflict with the undead duo who just really want to be left alone. From the opening minutes of the film, it's clear that Frank and Zed is not only an intense labor of love, but a marveling example of masterful puppetry. Honestly, this is easily one of the most impressive feats of the year, given the film's technical prowess in bringing its undead creations to life. Let's begin with the undead duo themselves, Frank and Zed. Frank is a pieced together Frankenstein esque monster. Zed is a zombie. Frank spends his days decapitating rabbits with his trusty axe on a string to harvest brains for Zed. Zed spends his days being reminded not to eat his own brains, which leak from his caved-in skull. Their relationship is this. Every evening, Frank must be hooked up to wires attached to a contraption on the turret of the castle that conducts electricity to recharge his undead body. Frank feeds Zed, who beckons to a dinner bell of sorts and plugs him in. They live a simple life, but the dynamic of this relationship is essential to the film. I was blown away by even these seemingly simplistic actions given how Blanchard and company executed on them with such finite detail and precision. It's an extraordinary feat of puppet wizardry to watch Frank shamble through the woods and hurl his axe, which spirals through the air, finding its mark on a nearby, chattering squirrel's neck, before he recalls it by yanking on the rope attached to it or small details like when Zed plugs Frank into his recharge chair, and he attempts to gnaw on Frank's glass-encased brain as electricity courses through Frank's undead body. And while their dialogue is almost non-existent, other than Frank uttering Zed to come, the devil is in the details. Their relationship in the present is one of necessity, but it has its sweet moments, such as when Zed's undead hand is ripped off. Frank not only uses the nails retrieved from his own ramshackled corpse to help repair Zed's hand, but literally the fibers of the clothes off his own back are used to sew Zed's decrepit and rotting flesh back together. These small details early on transfixed me in a way I was completely unprepared for, and serve as a primer for the truly insane orgy of blood that unfolds in the second half of the film. In regards to the film's structure, Frank and Zed jumps back and forth between the titlier duo and the villagers. A decision that ultimately I understand, but reveals the weaker aspect of the film, I'll be upfront in saying that the film's story is a fairly vanilla fantasy tale that doesn't deviate much from what you might expect. A revolt to power in which the new leaders manipulate the villagers into doing their bidding takes up a sizable portion of the first half of the film. The segments focusing on the villagers are most definitely the weaker elements of the film for me. A majority of their dialogue is hammy humor that didn't really work for me, as well as the puppets themselves paling in creative comparison to Frank and Zed. Frank's discolored and mismatched body parts are rich with disgusting detail, as any Frankenstein monster should be, while Zed's caved-in skull reveals long-dead brain matter, his yellow jagged teeth chomping and chattering away, constantly in hunger. And then there's the villagers, for the most part, feel very vanilla, lacking any interesting characteristics such as Frank and Zed have. And yet this doesn't stop the film from being a puppet masterpiece that has to be seen to believe. As a fan of practical effects and all their goopy glory, here the film truly capitalizes in a way that no other film utilizing puppets really has before. The film's final 40 minutes explodes into a full-on siege of Frank and Zed's castle with zombies and villagers clashing in syrupy arterial spray and unsightly puppet gore that would make Kermit the Frog blush. Again, the technical wizardry of Blanchard and Puppet Core team have to pull off to ensure this orgy of blood was as gruesome and bloody satisfying as every horror film really should be is a game changer for the genre. It truly feels like Night of the Living Dead on acid, and this isn't said lightly. The film's horror aesthetic and violence is one of a kind in the best ways possible so much so that I can overlook some of its rather trite fantasy framework early on, as there's literally nothing else out there that looks or capitalizes on puppet slaughter quite like Frank and Zed. At the moment, the film is making its way through festivals, but hopefully will receive mass distribution in 2021. So be sure to keep your eyes open for details down the line. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.